affection, how he just took it and took it. He was obviously a working-class kid determined to get for himself what so many others had simply been handed. In that way, and only in that way, I suppose, he was just like me. Now, a dozen years after he arrived in the office, despite all his quirks, he had made it, or nearly made it. Neil Judas was first assistant, the number two man in the Middlesex District Attorney's Office, the DA's right hand and chief trial attorney. He took over the job from me, this kid who once said to me, Andy, you're exactly what I want to be some day. I should have seen it coming. In the grand jury room that morning, the jurors were in a sullen, defeated mood. They sat, thirty-odd men and women who had not been clever enough to find a way out of serving, all crammed into those school chairs with teardrop-shaped desks for chair arms. They understood their jobs well enough by now. Grand juries serve for months, and they figure out pretty quickly what the gig is all about. Accuse, point your finger, name the wicked one. A grand jury proceeding is not a trial. There is no judge in the room and no defense lawyer. The prosecutor runs the show. It is an investigation, and in theory a check on the prosecutor's power, since the grand jury decides whether the prosecutor has enough evidence to haul a suspect into court for trial. If there is enough evidence, the grand jury grants the prosecutor an indictment, his ticket to superior court. If not, they return a no-bill, and the case is over before it begins. In practice, no-bills are rare. Most grand juries indict. Why not? They only see one side of the case. But in this case, I suspect the jurors knew LeJudas did not have a case. Not today. The truth was not going to be found, not with evidence this stale and tainted, not after everything that had happened. It had been over a year already, over twelve months since the body of a fourteen-year-old boy was found in the woods with three stab wounds arranged in a line across the chest as if he'd been forked with a trident. But it was not the time so much. It was everything else. Too late, and the grand jury knew it. I knew it, too. Only LeJudas was undeterred. He pursed his lips in that odd way of his. He reviewed his notes on a yellow legal pad, considered his next question. He was doing just what I'd taught him. The voice in his head was mine. Never mind how weak your case is. Stick to the system. Play the game the same way it's been played the last five hundred-odd years. Use the same gutter tactic that has always governed cross-examination. Lure. Trap. Fuck. He said, Do you recall when you first heard about the Rifkin boy's murder? Yes. Describe it. I got a call, I think first from CPAC, that's the state police. Then two more came in right away, one from the Newton police, one from the duty DA. I may have the order wrong, but basically the phone started ringing off the hook. When was this? Thursday, April 12, 2007, around 9 a.m., right after the body was discovered. Why were you called? I was the first assistant. I was notified of every murder in the county. It was standard procedure. But you did not keep every case, did you? You did not personally investigate and try every homicide that came in? No, of course not. I didn't have that kind of time. I kept very few homicides. Most I assigned to other ADAs. But this one you kept? Yes. Did you decide immediately that you were going to keep it for yourself, or did you only decide that later? I decided almost immediately. 
Why? Why did you want this case in particular? I had an understanding with the district attorney, Lynn Canavan. Certain cases I would try personally. What sort of cases? High-priority cases. Why you? I was the senior trial lawyer in the office. She wanted to be sure that important cases were handled properly. Who decided if a case was high-priority? Me, in the first instance. In consultation with the district attorney, of course, but things tend to move pretty fast at the beginning. There isn't usually time for a meeting. So you decided the Rifkin murder was a high-priority case? Of course. Why? Because it involved the murder of a child. I think we also had an idea it might blow up, catch the media's attention. It was that kind of case. It happened in a wealthy town with a wealthy victim. We'd already had a few cases like that. At the beginning, we did not know exactly what it was, either. In some ways...